accidentally do things you'll later regret. Oh no, you did. Three, two, one. Hello? Oh, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, when we clap, is this a time dot is thing? No, <laughs> it's not. It's not at all. There's only I one five. <laughs> Hi everybody, welcome to Let's Play Podcast Scientifically and Objectively Rank Every Video Game According to Quality. No, that's my thing to say. Oh boy, this is a great start. I'm Luke. How you doing, everyone? That was Crystal that stole the intro from me. Uh, Chelsea's here too. I'm here. And we've got guests. We've got the returning champion reclaiming a Let's Place expert throne. We got Ty. Hey, hey, everybody. Let's play some games. Ty, can I ask an extremely awkward question, given how long I've known you for? Yeah, let's do it. Do you prefer Rob or Ty? Because everyone else calls you Rob, and I feel like a jackass calling you Ty, if that's not uh, what you go by. Uh, uh, I, prefer, I prefer Ty. Oh, okay. I just use Rob in professional settings. Okay, people so... people don't know that I, uh... So I'm the uh, only play... one that does it right, in other words. Yeah, you, Hell you're yeah. ahead of the game. <laughs> Eat shit, everyone else. <laughs> Uh, and along with our old friend, we've got a new one. We've got Cassidy. Hey, hey, I'm the newcomer, the once, no, uh -huh. not the once and future champ, The just the future champ. Just the future champ, that's right. We are at 365 games on this list. I think last time we threatened to do a theme episode of games that take place over the course of one year, but that was too hard to find games for. So that's not happening. We're just going to do a normal one. And also we forgot. I we, forgot at least. Yeah, I didn't forget, but I looked for about, you know, two minutes, didn't find any and got bored. So we're just going to do the normal way. Uh, so we are adding five more games to the list this evening. We're adding Sonic Pinball Party. Explore Daniel Tiger's Neighborhood. Journey to the Promised Land, Fighting Fantasy Death Trap Dungeon, and from our listener suggestion list, which is to say our Chelsea suggestion list, <laughs> we have Polar Alarm, which Chelsea has been very adamant that I shouldn't look up anything for until we start talking about it. I mean, I'm, for, I wasn't that adamant. I, sta I stammered something about it before remembering <laughs> that it's not really something, it's not really... Something you do sure. to look up games before. Mm -hmm. um, and also, you're giving it way too much. It's not going to be that good. I well, just thought it would be... I just think it's... Too late now. <laughs> okay. Chelsea, I'm really excited to see this fifth game. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> I am really banking all of my hopes and dreams on it being the greatest thing I've ever seen. Uh, but I guess let's Chelsea, start talking... I just emptied my bank account and I put all my money into the fifth game stock. <laughs> but I guess we should get started by talking about Sonic Pinball Party. This is a Game Boy Advance game. Came out in 2003. Sonic Pinball Party is the second Sonic Pinball game since Sonic Spinball in the early 90s. The game has an arcade mode, a tutorial mode, and a versus mode, or party mode. In the game, the game has pinball tables of famous Sonic team characters such as Knights, Samba de Amigo, and of course, Sonic. The story mode of the game is the usual type of story. <laughs> Great. Robotnik steals animals visiting Casinopolis and is going to turn into his robotic slaves. Of course, Sonic's going to try and stop him, 
Before he does, he has to win a pinball competition, and during the game, you unlock prizes. The competition is set out as a knockout format. The game also has a Casinopolis mode, and has casino games like Roulette. There's also a Chow Garden just like Sonic Advance. Alright, that's something. That's something, right? Is, is Sonic... Is the Sonic World set on Earth, or is it set in, like, a fantasy land? Chelsea, I'm so glad you asked. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) According to the Archie Sonic comic books, Sonic takes place on planet Mobius, a magical fantasy world of talking animals. But here's the wrinkle. In Sonic Adventure, the first Dreamcast Sonic game, they introduced normal human beings. And really, I mean, Dr. Robotnik's been there since the start. I mean, but he's not really a normal human being. That's true. Uh, he, because, him? well, in the Archie comic books, he was a normal human being who accidentally fused himself with an egg at oh, sort I'm of so like glad the you fly. Said that. Like, oh. I was hanging on every word. Like, please, <laughs> please. <laughs> he fused himself uh-huh. with an egg. Yes. Yeah, yeah kind of like so the fly. He had a teleporter accident. Kind of like the sperm cell. Mm hmm. Uh, it was specifically a rotten egg, and that's why he's such a bad guy. Because <laughs> he's a bad Wait. egg. God, if he okay. fused himself with an egg, then is it not possible that he could somehow hatch one day? Oh, wow, yeah. <laughs> I just imagine a giant majestic bird with wings that look like his mustache. But no, it, more importantly, so... Sonic Adventure introduces Station Square... Uh, which is like a whole city of human beings, which seem to contradict the Archie comics continuity. But luckily, the writers at Archie are very good at their job. So they had Sonic and friends discover a mountain that was hollow on the inside with a holographic sky and a city of human beings. And it turns out that Mobius was actually Earth in the far-flung future when most of humanity died out except for the people of Station Square who hid in a mountain-sized, like, geodome. Damn, that is good. And all the animals just evolved into animal people over time. And that's Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> Wait, so who's who's the president? Uh, he's just the president of, like, Station Square. I regret Who's asking done? about this. <laughs> That's an important question. Um, <laughs> has has Knights always been part of the Sonic canon, or did they just are they trying to gaslight us? Because I feel <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I think I they feel... mean like it's made by Sonic Team, so they they put a lot of Knights like references and shit into Sonic games because it's the same developers. Oh, I, don't, I already don't trust Knights, and it very much feels like he just like offed one of the. Also Knights, ran Knights does look crew. like a capricious trickster god who might, you know, <laughs> sell you some beans and then you eat them and you'd, like, turn into, like, a rocking horse or something. Like, it wouldn't... It'd be a fable that makes no fucking sense, you know? That's such a specific example. <laughs> <laughs> like, have, like, has anyone checked on Big the Cat? I think Knights may have had something to do with that. Uh, well, hey, you know what? Then maybe I'm on Knights' side after all. Aww. <laughs> they never hurt anyone. Mm, you hurt me. <laughs> anyway, it's a pinball game with Sonic-themed tables, it sounds like. it's. I think you know what it is. Is it good or is it bad? Well, that's what we're here to decide, I suppose. Pinball uh, tends to be good, in my opinion. I can't, uh, hmm. I'm trying to imagine 
pinball on the Game Boy Advance, and I I'm fearful. I, I like I'm, Pokemon pinball. Yeah, Pokemon pinball is pretty fun. I love, I really like Kirby pinball on the uh, original Game Boy. So, like, is this just a pinball table, or is it, like, a spinball-style adventure? From the screenshots I'm seeing, it looks like it is just a pinball table and isn't really yeah. like Sonic Spinball. Okay. Which is yeah, sort of a looks... weird hybrid of Sonic the Hedgehog and pinball. Yeah, it just looks like a digital, like, Sonic-themed pinball. Yeah. Although machine. it does have a story mode, because here are Knuckles and Sonic talking to each other. Knuckles says, you should give it up before you hurt yourself. And Sonic says, all right, you asked for it, Knucklehead. So there you go. Right. Yep. <laughs> is, is Sonic addicted to pinball in this game? Uh, is Knuckles trying to hold an intervention? I mean, that would be the way more interesting way, but it sounds to me like they're just about to fight each other. <laughs> so I guess there is some sort of pinball-themed combat in this game. I don't know. Let's let's place it. Let's find out just how good or bad it is. It's starting at game number one hundred and eighty-two. Crystal, how oh, does... I'm sorry, hon. What? I'm sorry. Why? What are we doing? Uh, oh god, Crystal, how does it compare to Oregon Trail Director's Cut, a a zombie themed sort of spoof of Oregon Trail? Sonic. Okay, uh, Chelsea. Oregon Trail. All right, Cassidy. Um, I'm gonna have to say Oregon Trail. Okay, uh, Rob. Uh, pinball. Pinball. Sonic. All right, so that's a tie. Um, I'm gonna say Sonic because it I'm... is a tie. Th- is. Thank you for so confirming. It is not a Rob. <laughs> Only in professional settings is it one of those. <laughs> uh, Alright, I'm going to give it to Sonic because I hate Oregon Trail because I got made fun of for saying its name wrong. Uh, <laughs> well, so I slowed it down. Yeah. The, the, the jury is still out. <laughs> Alright, that moves Sonic After Pinball. After all these months. <laughs> that moves Sonic Pinball. They don't want to come back. They hate this argument. <laughs> they just left. <laughs> the Pinball Party number 91, Iron Lord. This is an adventure game for the computer where you're a badass knight venturing the countryside, fighting other badass knights and getting into archery scuffles. And sometimes the Grim Reaper shows up on the game over screen and it's spooky. Rob, is that better or worse than Sonic Pinball Party? Sonic is worse okay yeah i think i think there's less diversity of action in this game okay (laughs) uh cassidy look i'm not really feeling how feeling very good about how the pinball setting aesthetic translates well to a more pixelized uh engine Uh or uh device like the game boy advance but so I'm going to have to go Iron Lord. Uh, Iron Lord's better. Okay, so that's two for Iron Lord. Chelsea. Pinball. All right, that's one for Pinball. Crystal. Pinball. Man, a lot of ties here. No one knows where to think about this pinball game. Um, Chelsea, you've you've really soured my opinion on Iron Lord by actually playing it, so I think I'm going to go Pinball. <laughs> <laughs> 
which moves Pinball up to number 45. Crystal, how does Sonic Pinball Party compare to Pokemon Yellow version? The Pokemon game that's getting remade for the Switch, and I'm not excited about it at all. Sonic. Okay, Chelsea. I'm thinking. Okay. I'm thinking... Mm-hmm. Pokemon. Alright, that's one for each. Cassidy. In the words of George Michael, it was all yellow. I think that was George Michael. I don't... I can't remember. I, I couldn't help you. But, uh, that's, <laughs> yellow. That's two for Pokemon, Pokemon Yellow. That's two for Pokemon Yellow. Ty. I think... See, I hate the cast of characters in Sonic, so I'm gonna... Sure. Yeah. There's so many better designed Pokemon. They're can't, detestable, so I understand. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's Coldplay. Not George Michael. <laughs> <laughs> That's a weird mix-up. <laughs> Not similar music. <laughs> Not at all. Anyway, Ty, was that a vote for Pokemon? Yes. Alright, yeah, that's that's three for Pokemon. Is anyone into that Pokemon remake they showed? I think it looks cute. It does look cute. I like the look of it. Speaking as someone who doesn't like Pokemon. Right, sure. <laughs> I'm glad it exists. <laughs> yeah, like, it's... what I am less mad about it now that they've said we're making a for real Pokemon next year, because if that's what Pokemon was just going to be from now on, oh, I'd be like, ah, jeez. Oh, yeah. It's but, not what I wanted out of the remake. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's, it's This not, is not what I wanted. This is not what I planned. Yeah. It's not for me, and that's okay, but it bums me out that a Pokemon Yellow remake isn't for me. I want it to be for me. Anyway, uh, Sonic Pinball Party moves down to number 68. Uh, Rob, how does it fare against Queen the Eye, an action-adventure game where you're a dude in a dystopian future who has to fight against a totalitarian government ruled by an AI who can only be defeated by the music of Queen? And it looks... Very bad. I mean, I don't know why you gotta always be so down on Queen the Eye. I just want, I just, listen, I just want, like, you say, you read the description and it sounds amazing. Yeah. You look at the game and it's less impressive. Uh, you know. The game is visually quite good. <laughs> Wait, I don't know, I don't like that camera. An objective here? Are you being objective, Crystal? Is that the objective? It's, it, it's got yeah. a very Resident Evil 1 style camera. Anyway, yeah, Ty, how do you vote? Uh, uh, I have experience. It's got Queen in it. (laughs) It's got Queen in it, so I'm going to have to vote for Queen. Okay, how did Ty vote? Because you talked over him. Whoops, swooped. Um, I'm going to vote for Sonic. (laughs) (laughs) This is the worst episode to do this. Uh, Ty, how do you vote? I want to know. Oh, 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 Sonic, he spins a lot. He's also fighting robots. And it's yeah. Impressive. Uh, let's go. Let's give it to. Uh, let's give it to Sonic. All right, that's two for Sonic. Chelsea. What number are we at? We're at sixty-eight. 60s. Where were we before this? We, <laughs> we went up to like forty-five. So it cannot break forty-five. Mm. Yeah, pinball. Alright, Sonic Pinball Party takes it. Weirdos. Uh, that moves it up to number 56. I at least like pinball. Sure. Crystal, how does Sonic Pinball Party compare to Super Puzzle Fighter 2 Turbo HD Remix? A competitive puzzle game based on Street Fighter. Puzzle Fighter. Okay, Chelsea. 
Super Puzzle Fighter 2 Turbo HD Remix. Cassidy. I'll have to go for the Street Fighter 2. All right. And uh, Ty. Uh, yeah, Puzzle Fighter. I'm offended at this question. I'm yeah. upset. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, in that case, Sonic Pinball Party moves down to number 62. Ty, how's Sonic Pinball Party compared to The Last Guardian? The Team Ico game that took a billion years to come out, and it was perfectly fine when it did, but it was like no one cared anymore. I liked it. I did too. Nice, you got a nice buddy. Um, yeah. Your little yeah, boy, you got a giant cat friend. I'm gonna give it to Last Guardian because they knew to just make two characters instead of a bunch of bullshit characters. <laughs> That's not over Sonic. All right, Cassidy. The Last Guardian looks nice, so I'm going with that. All right, Chelsea. Last Guardian. Okay, Crystal. Trico, the large man-eating eagle. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Sonic Pinball keeps dipping. It's number sixty-five. Crystal, how does it? Oh con- man! How does it fare against? I was wondering when we'd get back here. How does it fare against Stunt Island, uh, old three D <laughs> sort of like machinima maker game where you just control vehicles to make cool stunt like movie reels? And there's, like, a parrot at the start who's like, do you want to come to Stun Island? And you're like, hell yeah, I do, parrot. Stun Island. All right. That sounds freaking awesome. Right? Chelsea, how do you vote? I'm going with that all the way. (laughs) Uh, Pinball. All right. And Cassidy, you're voting Stunt Island? Yep. All right. Ty. I might actually have to go Sonic on this one. Really? Okay. Okay. I think Sonic would... I think Sonic would want Stunt Island to win. So I'm going to go for Stunt Island. In other words, Sonic moves down to number 66, uh, almost to its final resting place. Ty, how does it compare to Ray Tracers, a PlayStation 1 racing game where you drive a cool sports car with the word spanker written across the hood, and you gotta drive very fast to get enough... I don't remember this detail coming up before. Yeah, it's, it's, uh uh-huh, it's true. Uh, and you gotta go very fast, because whatever time you have left over on the race, you have to spend on a boss fight against, like, a tank or a helicopter that you gotta just ram over and over. Oh, I don't know. I just... Seems messed up to put a racing game ahead of Sonic, but again, once again, I think he'd agree with that. Yeah, He'd be okay with that. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. I think I'm gonna go Sonic. It's probably a better... Pinball's probably harder to fuck up. Sorry to mess up pinball. Sure, sure. Uh, Cassidy. I appreciate that they've just allowed us to wreck cars to our heart's content, so Ray Traces. All right. Uh, Stunt Island, or whatever the one was. (laughs) Great, good. (laughs) Chelsea. Ray Tracers. All right, and Crystal. Sonic is the fastest thing alive. Mm-hmm. He's not the fastest thing. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, that means that Sonic just has one last game to go up against this time. Crystal, how does Sonic Pinball Party compare to Device 6, a mobile interactive fiction game that looks like an ebook that slowly transforms into a creepy world where you gotta find out who done jammed a bunch of computers into your head? Sonic. Okay. Chelsea. Device 6. Cassidy. Uh, Device 6 sounds awesome, and I'm going to go play it after this is over. So Hell nah. yes. Ty. Only if you have an iPhone. That is true. Yeah, you do need an iPhone to play it. Yeah, I'll go to one of those. Good. Go play Device 6. Ty. Or 
Everyone should go play Device 6. Yeah, this is just a good time to say how cool Device 6 is. You gotta take notes and, like, put it put it up to a mirror. Yeah. Listen to music backwards. It's really good. It's really good. <laughs> that sounds really good. Yeah, it's a great game. Uh, Alright, so in that case, Device 6 takes it, and Sonic Pinball Party is placed at number 68, directly above Queen the Eye, ugh, and directly below Device 6. Queen deserves its place. Oh, oh yeah, that is true. Queen has become the nice game at number 69. <laughs> <laughs> nice! Congratulations. It's what Freddy would want. <laughs> You take that insult, Sonic. You never, never will have that. I mean, if one game gets placed above it, it will. <laughs> never. So. <laughs> Our next game is Explore Daniel Tiger's Neighborhood. This is a mobile game, it looks like. It got the 2016 Parents' Choice Gold Award. Oh. The app is a charming and effective way to teach a wide variety of vocabulary words, explore professions, and daily routines through imaginative play, says Sharon Huescher of Parents' Choice. Has your child ever wanted to visit Daniel Tiger's neighborhood? <laughs> no, they haven't, because they've never heard of Daniel Tiger. <laughs> oh, are you not aware of Daniel Tiger? Oh, no, yeah. is that like a children's show franchise? Yeah, it's okay. on PBS. Okay, okay. Isn't Daniel Tiger part of the extended Mr. Rogerverse? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Honest question, because I feel like a vague references there. It's, I mean, maybe? I don't know. I don't know enough about all the puppets from Mr. Rogers. It sure is. Look, like, go to the website. Oh, wow, <laughs> totally okay. <laughs> okay. Here's some. Uh, I want to say something. Uh -huh. um, this better be a kick-ass game because it's two ninety-nine. Oh man! <laughs> I was gonna download it just to see like if it was actually a game and see what it's like. Uh -huh. That's two ninety-nine. Man, let's see. Explore Daniel Tiger. Ninety-nine cents. Two ninety-nine. <laughs> Explore Daniel Tiger's Neighborhood encourages open-ended, imaginative play as children visit familiar places and create stories about their friend, Daniel Tiger. It's like a, it's like playing in a digital dollhouse where you can turn the lights on and off. Oh, I'm concerned that that's the selling point. <laughs> Open and closed doors, not getting better. <laughs> give, <laughs> give Daniel and his family food to eat and much more. Daniel Tiger... Okay, sorry. Yeah. Daniel Tiger's Neighborhood is a land of make-believe. A place to explore and have fun. Features. Grocery store. Stop by the market to pick up all kinds of fruits and vegetables. Fill your cart, check out at the cash register, and help the Tiger family bag their groceries. Music shop. Visit Music Man Stan's Music Shop. Alright, Music Man Stan's alright. Uh... To play with lots of different instruments. There's a stage to put on a show and a potty to remind your child the import of their important bathroom routines. Bakery. In Baker Acres Bakery. Alright. Yep. I'm, I'm getting on board. <laughs> These are all very good names. You'll find delicious breads and treats. Decorate a cake. Collect baked goods in your basket. Or find out what's baking in the oven. Doctor's office. The waiting room has dress-up hats, a fish tank, and a trolley game to play. In the, exam, in the exam room, put Daniel on the scale and pretend with Dr. Anna's tools. You can also be the patient or the doctor. Enchanted Garden. That's taking a turn. <laughs> in the neighborhood of Make Believe Garden, there are so many ways to play. 
have a picnic, pick fruit from the trees, and discover nature all around. Or play in the playground on the swings and slide. This is a very long description. I think that's the way we get it. We get the idea. So it is perhaps pretty kick-ass. Sounds like it might be an okay kids game. I was doubtful that this would be at all good at first because it's all flat 2D, like, drag-and-drop style gameplay. Yeah. But I see a cake decorating minigame, a tabletop... X uh, model train. Mm -hmm. It looks actually pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I think seems, it seems like it might be worth the price of two hundred ninety nine cents. <laughs> Question: Does it I have mean, any ink microtransactions? Microtransactions? Mm, mm. <laughs> it doesn't seem like the kind of game that would. I mean, it's made by PBS, so it's not like they're trying to, you know, huh? Yeah, it I, seems it, it seems like when you pay for a game, there's usually not microtransactions. That is generally true. Yeah, I, I I'm not I'm seeing any waiting. mention. I'm just waiting for the children's game that you know really gets those kids for those dollars. Yeah, I mean it's called like Candy Crush. Oh yeah, there we go. Or Fortnite, you know, <laughs> they have those games. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right, this sounds this sounds like a charming little game for small children to learn about bathroom habits. And other things. I was going to say, there is a specific Daniel Tiger app for potty training. Oh, okay. Sure. It's it's listed in the... I think it's listed, like, try other Daniel Tiger games. Like, yeah, check out the other Daniel Tiger apps. Daniel Tiger's Stop and Go Potty. Okay, I mean, yeah. What does yeah. Daniel Tiger look like? Daniel Tiger is just a little cartoon tiger boy. He's got, like, a red hoodie. He's cute. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. He's a furry. I mean, sure, yeah. <laughs> if you if you insist, yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Daniel Tiger's Neighborhood and the exploration thereof is starting at number 184. Ty, how does this game compare to F-14 Tomcat for DOS and F-14 Tomcat Flight Simulator for DOS? This is why I love this show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's better, oh. this adorable, cuddly... Like game for preschoolers, or you know something that'll teach you how to use one of the most highly designed weapons of war ever developed in the modern world. Um, well, as last time I checked, tigers are better than cats. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah, wins. That's true. Logic. Uh, <laughs> uh, Cassidy, I'm really liking the look of this flight sim. Okay. So I'm gonna have to go with the tomcat. All right, Chelsea. Um, I'm gonna go with Daniel. Okay. Uh, and Crystal. Furry game. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Daniel Tiger moves up to number 93. Crystal, how does Explore Daniel Tiger's Neighborhood compare to Strong Bad's cool game for attractive people? The Telltale <laughs> Adventure game based on the Homestar Runner franchise. Furry game. <laughs> Chelsea. Uh, Strong Bad. Okay. Cassidy. I'm going to have to go strong bad. Okay. Ty. I like strong bad a lot, but uh -huh. um, I think kids are going to get more use out of Daniel Tiger than yeah. the target audience is going to get more replay value out of the strong bad game. Yeah, no, I think that's fair. and I think I agree yeah, with your logic. Fair. Yeah. Like, I like Homestar Runner. 
Also, I'm worried that if another game Crystal votes for gets beaten by Strong Bad, she's going to have a nervous breakdown. Because <laughs> she basically did last time. <laughs> Crystal, I, you know, we're, we're all friends here. I have a hard-hitting question to ask you about last episode, though. Yeah? Were you, like, extremely high during that episode? Not even a little bit. Because you, you were acting like it. No, I was sober. Okay. <laughs> I have no evidence in this case, so I guess I have to take your word for it. Uh, Ty, how does Daniel Tiger's Neighborhood compare to A Dark Room, an idle clicker game? Sort of like um, Candy Box, but you start off in just like a dark room, and you have to get fired together, and then that lets you explore a slowly expanding world. Oh, I... It may be nostalgia, but uh, I'm going to go with The Dark Room. That's the first clicker game I ever played. So, okay. Yeah. Uh, Cassidy. Clicker games are universally bad, and I love them, so I'm going to have to go with um, Tiger. Okay. <laughs> that was a real <laughs> roller coaster. <laughs> Chelsea. I really like A Dark Room. Yeah, I know you do. All right. Uh, that's two for Dark Room. Uh, Crystal. Furry game. <laughs> okay, that ties it up. Um... Yeah, I'm going to go for a dark room. It's cool. Have uh, you played it yet? I haven't played it yet. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, you're going to be visiting next week. Maybe you'll have to sit me down and force me to play it. We could do that. Yeah. All right. Uh, that moves Daniel Tiger's Neighborhood down to number 70. Crystal, how's it compared to Dig Dug, the classic arcade game where you're a weird little uh, inflation fetishist out to uh, fulfill all your Monster TF fantasies in the dirt. Danny Tiger. All right, Chelsea. Uh, Daniel. All right, uh, Cassidy. Dig Dug. Dig Dig Dug. Dug uh, Dig. Ty. Dug Trio. <laughs> trio Trio. Great. <laughs> what is it about that one episode of the Pokemon cartoon that everyone who was, like, alive and a child during that time can do that Diglett chant, like, from memory? <laughs> I didn't. I just did what came naturally. So It just completely burned itself into everyone's brain. <laughs> well, you meet a stranger, you just say Diglett dig, Diglett dig. Right, and see if they say trio, 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 and that's how you know you can trust them. Yeah. <laughs> Here are the codes. <laughs> the code is I like your shoelaces. Anyway, we've got two for Daniel oh, no. Tiger, one for Dig Dug. What's your vote, Ty? Um, uh, Daniel Tiger. <laughs> All right, Daniel Tiger takes it and moves up to number 58. Ty, how does it compare to Titanfall, the first person future war parkour shooter where if you do enough cool parkour stunts they give you a mech to fight in max yeah max yeah i mean titanfall's very cool uh cassidy uh how does the parkour in titanfall compare to mirror's edge uh uh, yeah i think it controls better even though it's not as flexible like that is to its benefit because it just kind of works yeah, I'm going to have to go parkour into Max. Okay, yeah. Chelsea. I'll throw it to Daniel. Alright. <laughs> Crystal. Oh, this is a tough one for me. Yeah, on one hand, 
Um, Titanfall, which you love, but on the other hand, furries, which you also love. Yeah, I'm going to go with the furry game. Okay, shit, that ties it up. Dang. Now I have to be the one to decide if a fun video game is more important than educating and nurturing our children. <laughs> yeah, it oh, is. I like hey, Titanfall. Titanfall educate and nurture our children. <laughs> I'm voting It's alright. The important thing to remember is uh, Fred Rogers will probably forgive you. That is true. Frank him like this. Yes. Uh, listen, it's not like Fred Rogers sat down and coded it himself. <laughs> if he did, that would be an entirely different story. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I'm going to vote for Titanfall, which moves Daniel's neighborhood down to number 64. Uh... Crystal, how does it compare to Star Wars The Old Republic, the MMORPG based on the Bioware RPG series based on Star Wars? Uh, the furry game. Okay. Wait, which one? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, there's Wookiees, so I mean, I don't know which way you're, what that means this time. You apparently have decided not to dignify my question with an answer. (laughs) Chelsea. Uh, Old Republic. Okay. Uh, That's one for each. Cassidy. I'm gonna have to go with tigers. Uh, Furry tigers. Sure. Tigers pooping. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Ty. <laughs> if you're into Chewbacca's on space, are you a furry? I mean, leave... what well, would you be if not a furry? I guess Star Wars than Wookiees. I think that class. I think that classification is a space furry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you ever made uh, Wookiee OC? I I haven't. No. Uh, I haven't made any Star Wars. I don't Wars like that OCs. question. I refuse to answer. <laughs> uh, <I guess> it... <laughs> you played the fifth. <laughs> I played the fifth. <laughs> Well, that's fine. I just need your vote. A Star Wars game gets it. No questions. All right, that ties <laughs> that ties it up. Um, but um, I already voted against this delightful children's game once. I don't have it in me to do it again. I'll vote for the Daniel Tiger. <laughs> All right, that moves it up to number sixty-one. Uh, Ty, how does Explore Daniel Tiger's Neighborhood compare to Solar Flux, a 2D arcade game where you're like a spaceship that's got to fly around, but the thing is you're very close to the sun, so you have to carefully maneuver between asteroids that give you shade while also using the gravity of the sun to slingshot yourself around. What? It's a cool sounding game. You're like out in space and the sun's in the middle of the screen... And there's a bunch of asteroids around, and you gotta go around and, like, fight shit and collect shit without staying in direct sunlight too long, but you can also manipulate the gravity of every object on the screen to, like, change your momentum. It says your object is, uh, is trying to rescue dying suns. Yeah. You're, like, collecting shit to dump into the suns, I think. Sounds incredibly cool. I'm gonna go with Solar Flux. Yeah. Uh, Cassidy. Uh, yeah, that does sound incredibly cool. I'm gonna have to go for that, too. Alright, Chelsea. Yeah, Solar Flux. Crystal. Danny Tiger. Alright. <laughs> Solar Flux wins, Daniel Tiger moves down to number 62. Uh, oh, here we go again. Uh, Crystal, how does Daniel Tiger compare to The Last Guardian? Oh, boy. 
Ty, you have shared a photo of a Wookiee with a monocle. I don't know what you're talking about. You can't prove anything. I mean, I can't. You're right that I can't prove anything other than that sound effect did just come through on the recording. (laughs) (laughs) Crystal, what's your choice? Danny Tiger. All right, that's one for Danny Tiger. Uh, Chelsea. Okay. Uh, Last Guardian. Okay. No. No. Oh. Daniel oh. Tiger. All right. That's two for Daniel Tiger. Uh, Cassidy. The Last Guardian. All right. And Ty. Daniel Tiger. All right. Daniel Tiger takes it and is I, placed. I got too distracted by the Wookiee. <laughs> 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 so, like, like, that so happened and that just threw me off. <laughs> All right, Explore Daniel Tiger's Neighborhood is placed at number 62, directly above The Last Guardian, directly below Solar Flux. (laughs) It's an important educational game for children. I guess we just need to keep placing really good games, and eventually good games will get to the middle, and eventually we'll start putting things in the bottom of the list. I mean, listen, we gotta hit a bad game eventually. (laughs) Uh, Notably... Sonic Pinball Party is now the nice game at number 69. <laughs> no! <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh, let's see here. We are moving on to number three on our list of games to place today. Journey to the Promised Land. This is a game that came out in 1992 for DOS. Journey to the Promised Land is a Bible quiz game for one to four players. Oh boy. The game is presented as a tabletop game where the players choose figures to move on a map from Egypt to Jericho, representing the Exodus journey while answering mostly questions from the Bible on the way. If the player answer is correct, the player piece moves forward on both a top-down map and in a 2D view of a landscape, which changes along the map route, depicting the general area where the player's piece are located. If the player answers wrong, the piece stays in the same position. There is no slideback punishment, only the statistics show percentage of right and wrong answers. Eventually, the players reach the goal of Jericho, and there's an animation of the falling walls of the city. A high score is shown after the end animation. Alrighty, so that's that's this game. It's, it's, it's a quiz. Exciting. How good do you know the Book of Exodus? Not as well as I know the book of Genesis. Alrighty. <laughs> very specific edutainment. It is very specific, that's true. Definitely let's... more edu than tainment. Let's see, I'm looking through... Alright, here, here's a question from this game. In the book of... Oh, okay, it's not just... Oh, it's not just about the book of Exodus. That's just a framing device. Because the first question I found here is... In the book of First Corinthians, Paul says that the preaching of Christ crucified is a stumbling block to the Jews. What is it to the Gentiles? Well, it's not the first book of the Corinthians. It's uh, Paul's first letter to the right. Corinthians. Luke. Yes. Get it right. I said first Corinthians. <laughs> I didn't say Corinthians 1. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, your choices here are a sweet aroma, foolishness, good news, or righteousness. And if I remember correctly, the right answer is good news. But, you know, I'm not going to double check it. <laughs> Oh no, I was right. The next the next thing was good. Yes. Oh wait, no. Uh 
maybe they answered. I, they actually don't clarify. I, I, it might have been a sweet aroma. Jesus Christ, Luke! Uh, listen, <laughs> I haven't, I haven't, I haven't read the Pauline epistles in a long time, Crystal. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> oh, watch out for Ferris sorcerers. What? Uh, oh, oh, sure, yeah, they turn, they turn their staffs into snakes. But then Moses makes his staff and do a cooler snake, because he's got the Lord God Almighty on his side. The first Pokemon battle. Got it. Uh, kinda. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <sighs> Crystal, how does Journey to the Promised Land compare to number 183 on this list? It's Dr. Mario for the NES. It's a puzzle game with Mario as a doctor. Did you say Journey to the Promised Land? Journey 2. Alrighty. Uh, Chelsea. Dr. Mario. Okay. Uh, Cassidy. I'm gonna have to say Dr. Mario. Okay. Uh, Ty. I'll say Dr. Mario as well. You're all heathens? And, uh, you know, that's... (laughs) (laughs) You know, Dr. Mario, heal thyself. That's what I say. (laughs) Oh, I'm watching some gameplay footage. I don't know. How does the good Lord feel about dropping rocks on people, Dig Dug style? There's been a lot of that in this game. Uh, all right. In that case, Journey to the Promised Land moves down to number 275. Hey, we're back on the downside of the list. I don't remember the last time we were here. Uh, let's Love see. Love being here. It's so exciting. Right? Uh... Ty, you might, you might get mu- you might get mugged, yeah. you might get stabbed. Who yep. knows what could happen? It's it's the bad part of town. Ty, how does uh, Journey to the Promised Land compare to the Nightmare of Druaga Fushigi no Dungeon, a mystery oh, dungeon man. game inspired by the Epic of Gilgamesh? Ugh. Oh man, an old friend. Which which, <laughs> which ancient piece of storytelling is superior, the Bible or the Epic of Gilgamesh? I know my oh. answer. <laughs> I think I gotta go with the Bible. <laughs> I know he's got a lot of sores, but I can't go with Gilgamesh. I'm sorry. <laughs> Gilgamesh can't even get a dang flower from a snake. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> nice, deep, epic Gilgamesh cut. Yeah, right? <laughs> Cassidy, how about you? I love turn-based dungeon crawls, so I'm gonna have to go with Gilgamesh. Alright, that's one of each. Chelsea. Uh, uh, a Bible game. Alright. <laughs> Crystal. I love our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, so mm-hmm. I'm gonna vote for Journey 2. Great. Okay. <laughs> that moves uh, Journey to the Promised Land up to number 229. Crystal, how does it compare to My Sims Sky Heroes for the Nintendo DS? A scrolling shooter inspired by the My Sims franchise of Sims spin-off games. The only Sky Hero I care about <laughs> is the Holy Ghost. Oh boy. <laughs> the brother. <laughs> Chelsea. I love how they oh, uh, I love how they have to specify take to the sky to lead the resistance against Morcubus and his drone army. Right, yeah, exactly. Like, just to make sure you know, you're not killing people. Yeah, that's important. Chelsea, you how are you voting? Up more, 
You should definitely look up more Cubis. Uh, my Sims. All right, that's one for each. Uh, Cassidy. I'm gonna have to go more Cubis because I like my Sims. Alrighty. I took what a drink and it went heck? down the wrong pipe. Oh boy. Okay, oh, no. I'm fine. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Ty, how do you vote? Sounds like you need that Dr. Mario. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is a sight to behold. This, this, this Journey game is the, the DOS version of the Father Abraham song over and over again. It's really good to me. <laughs> Ty, how do you, uh, how do you vote? Oh, uh, Journey 2. Alright, that ties it. Um, hmm. You know, I'd never played Journey to the Promised Land, but I definitely played some analog equivalents of it in Sunday School as a kid. I got a weird nostalgia for that. Sure, I'll go for Journey to the Promised Land on that basis. Uh, which moves us up to number 206. Ty, how does Journey to the Promised Land compare to Busy Scissors? A Nintendo DS haircutting game where you cut hair with your touch stylus. And it's basically a flash game. Yeah. And the art is really ugly. Yeah. No, oh yeah, Journey 2. Alright. Uh I'm gonna have to go for Journey 2 as well. Okay, that's two for Journey to the Promised Land, Chelsea. Promised Land. Okay. Crystal. I like Busy Scissors, but it's basically a rip-off of the story of Samson. So I'll vote for that is true. Two. That is true. <laughs> Who did it better? <laughs> well, you know what? Busy Scissors doesn't have someone fighting people off with uh, a donkey jaw. So, you know. Uh, Crystal. Oh, hey. Here's a game that has a Bible quote as its name. How does uh, Journey to the Promised Land compare to Die by the Sword, Limb from Limb? A first-person sword fighting game for the PC. Journey 2. All right, Chelsea. Journey to the Promised Land. Okay. Cassidy. Journey to the Promised Land. Exodus story quote generator. (laughs) Ty. Uh, Can you name where that dive by the sword limb from limb? Can you you name that specific book of the Bible? (laughs) Uh, that it's one of the gospels because it's what Jesus says to Peter when he fights the Roman guard coming to arrest Jesus. I'm not positive which gospel it's from specifically, though. Gospel of Matthew, chapter twenty-six, verse fifty-two. Well, sure, just show me up. Why don't you? <laughs> Metal. Okay. Cool. Um, I'm gonna sort. All right. <laughs> Journey to the Promised Land wins, which moves us up to number one hundred and eighty-eight. Ty, how does Journey to the Promised Land compare to Dynamite Jack? A top-down game where you... Uh, I think you blow holes in walls. I I have to look this game up every time it comes up because I never remember what it is and then I instantly forget what I've looked up. It's it's a top-down. It's, it's a top-down game. Okay. Um... <laughs> Well, this is a sideways game, so... That's true. Uh, Journey 2 beats... Sideways beats top-down? Alright, sure, why not? Yeah. <laughs> Cassidy. 
I was gonna do like a, a that's one dynamite Jack, uh-huh, dynamite uh-huh. Jack from Wreck-It Ralph. Oh, like a Wreck-It no, Ralph thing. Looks, yeah, 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 yeah. But it just looks forgettable. So Journey Two. Okay. Uh, Chelsea. Journey to the West Promised Land. That's not what it is, but already, <laughs> <laughs> Crystal. I journey to. Alrighty. Uh, journey to the Promised Land goes up to number one eighty-five. Crystal, how does it compare to F-14 Tomcat? Journey 2. Okay, Chelsea. F-14 Tomcat. Uh, Cassidy. Tomcats. Alright. Tomcat and Tom Jerry. And Ty. Wait. I've been pushing for Journey pretty hard from the beginning. Right. So, it would be silly to turn my back now. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Here's another... Wait, now hold okay. on a second. I just looked up another question on in these screenshots. Here's one that, uh, hmm. Uh, question. Uh-huh. What did all the people of Israel carry about with them in early 1991? Machine guns, hand grenades, gas masks, or mine detectors? Huh. Okay. What? Mm-hmm. The answer uh-huh. was gas masks. Huh? Okay. Is, does it tell you us why? What do you mean? Oh, no, it doesn't. <laughs> I got really, I got really surprised because I was watching that video and I didn't know it had autoplay on. Uh-huh. So I just went to uh, Fiddler on the Roof Tradition and I was like, whoa, is that in the game? This is amazing. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I've you know what? I, I looked at that question and I instantly completely lost track of the vote. So let's run through this one again. Crystal, you voted Journey 2 versus Tomcat. Chelsea, you voted Tomcat. Cassidy, how are you voting? Uh, I was voting Tomcat. Okay, and Ty. Tomcat. Alright, Tomcat takes it, and Journey to the Promised Land moves down. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, Ty, how does Journey to the Promised Land compare to F1 World Grand Prix? It's a F1 game for the Dreamcast. F1. Okay. Uh, Cassidy. It looks like pretty good graphics for the Dreamcast, so I'm going to have to go with F1. All right. Chelsea. Take me to the promised land. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Crystal. Journey to. Yeah, that ties it. I'm going to go with Journey to the promised land. Uh... Which means that this game is placed at number 186, directly above F1 World Grand Prix, directly below F14 Tomcat. Wait. <laughs> I'm sad that F14 and F1 got separated. We have a machine of war, and a machine of peace, and the holy text of the Bible in between them. Uh, had a crisis of faith between those two. Uh-huh. Wait, Grand Prix is a game of peace? Well, I mean, sure, it's just friendly competition. There's no war in F1. Okay. <laughs> Have you seen the film Speed Racer, Luke? That because is that true. Would disagree. <laughs> <laughs> uh, your po- that's not F1, though. That's, that's, uh, oh shit, what's the T90? T190? It's something like that. It's a T180. That's the name of the cars in, the, in Speed Racer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, we got more games to go here. 
Oh, this is a weird episode. It feels good to be a weird episode again. <laughs> Our next game is Fighting Fantasy, colon, Death Trap Dungeon. Which I tried to Google beforehand, but I accidentally just typed Fighting Death Trap Fantasy Dragon, so it didn't give me any results. Fighting Fantasy Death Trap Dungeon Moby Games. Uh... Not the first Final Fantasy to have those double Ds. Alright, this is the second of the fighting fantasy game books to be the subject of multiple video game adaptations. This conversion, like the iPhone predecessor, goes back to its roots and faithfully represents the contents of game book number 6 from 1984. In that book, the player directs the actions of an adventurer in the... Wait, so this is... This is a digital version of a choose-your-own-adventure? Oh, it's gonna be number one. (laughs) The player directs the actions of an adventurer in the medieval fantasy land of Alancia, risking his life to enter the depraved Baron Sukumvitz grand and annual challenge in the town of Fang. Be the first to survive his trap and monster-filled dungeon, and fabulous prizes can be yours. It's a bit like a Middle Ages Smash TV. Oh, okay, that's different. (laughs) As in most game books, most of the interaction here is choose-your-own-adventure style. Yes! The player picking between damned-if-you-do and damned-if-you-know-an options in the infernal dungeon. There's randomness achieved through simulated die rolling. Shake the iPod and its accelerometer coughs up 2d6. And of course, RPG stat management. Fighting Fantasy's Classic 3, Skills, Stamina, and Luck, is handled automatically by the computer. Streamlining play and eliminating the gamebook cheater's perennial option of pretending the roll made had been successful in proceeding. <laughs> oh man, so this is just a digital choose-your-own-adventure book. Except oh, yeah. you can't cheat. Yeah, so you can't cheat, yeah. Loaded a bit for me. Sure, sure. No bookmarks here, buddy. <laughs> Man. I'm I'm just scrolling through the screenshots to see if there's any like text excerpts. Oh man, it's got artwork. It's got like splash pages. Yeah. This looks like some real Amory Wars shit. (laughs) (laughs) Do you see the pit full of uh, bug monsters? Wait, that might actually... (laughs) Yeah, let's see. Despite its name, Fang was an ordinary small town in the northern province of Chiang Mai. Situated on the banks of the River Kok, it made a convenient stop. <laughs> Sorry. It's K-O-K. Sorry. K-O-K. Okay. Okay. It's K-O-K. How would you pronounce it? <laughs> it made a convenient stopover for river traders and passengers throughout most of... And then the screenshot ends. Anyway. <laughs> we should We should place this wonderful thing. <laughs> oh, you want a little jig. Yeah. We're starting at number 186. Uh, Ty, how does Fighting Fantasy Death Trap Dungeon compare to... Well, how does it compare to Journey to the Promised Land? Oh, no. (laughs) Dungeons and Dragons really is evil. Um, (laughs) 
at two ninety nine, even cheaper than the original books. Mm-hmm. But you can get Bibles for free from like a hotel. That's true. That is very. <laughs> I don't think you're allowed to take them. <laughs> Chelsea, you know those aren't like placed there by the hotel. I did not know that. No, yeah, it's yeah. Gideon Bibles are placed there by Gideon. <laughs> Just some guy named Gideon. He goes around all the hotels. Anyway, what's the decision? Promise uh, uh, land. Okay, Cassidy. I'm gonna have to go with um Death Trap Dungeon. Okay, because it's the best. It's one for each, Chelsea. Final Fantasy. Okay, Crystal. Our Lord God. <laughs> <laughs> I do love that, like. Journey to the Promised Land is self-evidently a horrible game, but no one's willing <laughs> to vote against about? it. <laughs> because it's a religious game, no one's got no one's willing to like call it what it is, which is bad. <laughs> hey, I didn't vote for it. No, I know, I know. <laughs> I think I, you know what, it's at the middle. I I'm willing to go ahead and put Death Trap Dungeon above it. It's a game. <laughs> yeah. You're the most devout Christian of all of us. I mean, I that might be true. I don't know. It's in a what name. That's that's why I demand better games to represent <laughs> my lord. Okay. <laughs> this is so an you... affront. <laughs> oh, bad. No. Anyway, <laughs> I'm voting for Death Trap Dungeon. Which moves it up to number 92. Uh, Crystal, how does Death Trap Dungeon compare to uh, Disney Tangled? A Wii game based on the very good movie Disney's Tangled that I rewatched the since River the last Cop. time we've recorded something. And boy, that's a very emotional movie. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry, yeah. I spoke over your vote. What were you saying? The River Cock. Okay. <laughs> Chelsea. Um, Fighting Fantasy. Okay, that's two for Fighting Fantasy. Cassidy. I just want to point out on the Moby Games page for Disney's Tangled, they have the Spanish cover for it. That is At true. Least I think it's the Spanish cover. Yes. And it says Enredados. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to have to go with Fighting Fantasy Death Trap Dungeon. All right. <laughs> Tie. Alright, my only real issue with the game is that it crashes somewhat frequently, about four times in two hours. Oh. <laughs> Wait, which game so that, is that? Uh, <laughs> Fighting Fantasy. Hmm, doesn't um, look like a game that ought to crash very much. In a tiny glitch in which you are asked if you would like to abandon your weapons, and if you choose not to abandon them, you still get the message saying you have lost all your weapons. Great! <laughs> oh, no. oh. Fighting Fantasy, that makes me love you even more, Fighting all right, I'm gonna give a pity vote to Disney Tangled because again, it's just a very good movie. But uh, yeah, Fighting Fantasy continues to move up to number 47. Uh, Ty, how does it compare to Wii Sports, the worldwide phenomenon that put motion controls in the Nintendo Wii on the map with its incredible tennis video game and those other ones that no one really cares about? 
If only it was going up against Mario Party, no contest. But Wii Sports is actually pretty good. Okay. All right, it's one for Wii Sports. Cassidy. I'm going to have to give this to Wii Sports. Okay. Chelsea. Um, Fighting Fantasy. Okay. Crystal. You must be swift as the coursing river cock. <laughs> I'm glad you've latched on to this <laughs> I'm really glad you've latched on to the cock that, that ties it I'm gonna vote for Wii Sports Which moves Fighting Fantasy down to number 69 The battle of Wii versus nice. cock <laughs> Crystal How does Fighting Fantasy compared to Sonic Pinball Party. Fighting Fantasy Dungeon Dragons. Okay. Chelsea. What's it up against? Uh, Sonic Pinball Party. Pinball Party. Okay. Cassidy. Death Trap Dungeon. Okay. And Ty. Uh, Death Trap Dungeon Fighting Fantasy. Great. Okay. Uh, that moves... Fighting Fantasy up to number 59. Ty, how does it fare against Prey 2017? The immersive simulator where you're a person who's got... I don't know the plot of it, but it sounds kind of cool and I want to play it. It sounds neat. Good morning, Morgan. I know it's weird, like... You're not going to like what I have to say. There's some kind of amnesia stuff. I don't remember, though. Or... Or choose your own adventure book for the original immersive sim. That's true. The answer is. The answer <laughs> Apparently, this isn't a very good uh, thing of it. A very good. What do you mean? It's bad. It's glitchy. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. How do you vote, Ty? Uh, Death Trap Fighting Fantasy Dungeon. Okay. Uh, Cassidy. Death Trap Dungeon. Alright, Chelsea. What's up, guess? Prey. Sorry. Um, yeah, Prey. Okay. What's Prey again? Prey's the first person immersive sim. You're like on a space station and there's mimics. Right, right, right. Prey. Yeah. Okay. That's one for Prey. Crystal. Prey. I'm also gonna go Prey, which brings Death Trap Dungeon down. To number 64. Uh, Crystal, how's it fair against... I wish Prey went up against the Jesus game so I could make a Prey versus Prey <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's other religious games out there. One day. <laughs> uh, Alright, number 64. Crystal, how does Fighting Fantasy compare to Freedom Planet, the indie 2D platformer inspired by Sonic the Hedgehog and other great Genesis titles? You know it's got to be the furry game. Sure. Chelsea. Um, what's it up against? It's up against I'm sorry. I'm, I'm very, very sorry. I should pay more attention. That's okay. It's Freedom Planet versus Death Trap Dungeon. Right. Okay. Um, uh, Freedom Planet. All right. Uh, that's two for Freedom Planet. Cassidy. Mecha Tiger. Yeah, you did just post a screenshot of a Mecha Tiger from Freedom Planet. Uh, Mecha Tiger. Yeah, alright. <laughs> That's three for Freedom Planet, Ty. Uh, yeah, Freedom Planet. Okay, yeah, Freedom Planet takes it. Uh, which moves Death Trap Dungeon down to 66. 
Ty, how does it fare against Stunt Island? Uh, mm-hmm. I think I probably would like it more than Stunt Island. I'm gonna go. Oh, yeah. Okay. The freedom. Yeah. That's one for uh, Fighting Fantasy, Cassidy. Uh, Fighting Fantasy. Okay. Chelsea. Fighting Fantasy. And Crystal. Fighting Fantasy. Yeah. All right. Uh. Fighting Fantasy just has one last game to go up against Crystal. How does it fare against Star Wars, the Old Republic? Fighting Fantasy. Okay. Chelsea. Old Republic. It's one for each. Cassidy. Fighting Fantasy. Okay. And Ty. Star Wars. Star Wars. Alright, that ties it. I'm gonna go for Star Wars. People like that game. No one's ever heard of Fighting Fantasy. Uh, which means that Fighting Fantasy is placed at number 66, directly above Stunt Island, directly below Star Wars The Old Republic. Fighting When's the nice game now? The nice game is now Device 6. More like oh, Device nice. 69. <laughs> <laughs> we did it. <laughs> Unfortunately, no. We have one last title before we can call it a day here at Let's Place. We gotta talk about that game that we invested all of our money in, and if it's not incredible, we're all going to be broke. Chelsea, I sold my house. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The game is Polar Alarm. It came out on the PC in 2000. Published by CDV Software Entertainment AG. Great. Polar Alarm is a game that refers to the German TV show TV Total, Good start. You are Stefan Rob, who is the host of the show. Your job is to drink until Dr. Frost arrives. What? You'll get credits for each drink. The problem, the more you drink, the more you feel like urinating. The polar alarm will go off, which would be urine alert in English. Oh my god. <laughs> and you'll... <laughs> And you'll find yourself running to the next bathroom. Something everybody is trying to hinder you from for some reason. The game is presented with cartoon graphics and features many sequences taken from the TV show. This is a TV show? (laughs) What What is this TV show? (laughs) Oh, man. How is it spelled? I need to look this up. I it's it's the word, like, puller, like, P-U-L-L-E-R, and then alarm, all one word. You've got, how, like, how? a meter for how bad you have to pee. You're, you're like, sitting on a couch by a pool. There's, oh, there's live-action FMV. Oh, boy, <laughs> oh, boy. Just when I put all my trust in you. <laughs> you do something like this and completely valid. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> there are less plays of this game, but understandably, they're in German. <laughs> Alright, so yeah, this is a game where you have to help a TV host not piss himself. <laughs> I'm on board. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, this UI, there's like a, a meter of babies on one side and a meter of bottles on the other. 
There's a clock. There's like a water spigot that I assume represents how bad you have to pee. What a game. <laughs> oh my god. I guess let's figure out where it belongs on this list. Oh boy. Uh, Crystal, how does Polar Alarm compare against game number 183? Uh, which is, of course, Shadow Worlds, a isometric shooty game that's got, like, aliens. Aliens. Game. What's that? This game. Okay, yeah. Uh, Chelsea. Um. <laughs> okay. I'm putting away the other thing I was doing. Okay. What What is it up against? It is up against Shadow Worlds. Right. Uh, polar Alarm. Okay. Cassidy. Uh, p- piss game. Yeah. Piss. <laughs> Ty? Polar Alarm. I feel like a criminal for this. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Polar Alarm is officially better than that Bible game. <laughs> No! <laughs> Ty, how does Polar Alarm do against Helicopter Game? A Flash game <laughs> where you gotta navigate a helicopter through, like, a space. It's okay, I didn't know that was the actual name of the game. That's <laughs> hilarious. Wait, is that the one where there are the green bars? Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah, so Ty? Um... Piss or helicopters? Polar alarm. Alright. Cassidy. I'm gonna have to go for polar alarm. Okay. Chelsea. This man has bladder problems. Yeah. He's just he's just pounding he's alcohol problems and bladder problems. <laughs> well that's the thing, it's not even immediately clear to me that it's alcohol, because it's not like he's getting drunker. All well, right. I don't care. I don't care for this. It's not staying in his system long enough. Right. It's it's just like a pipe, this a straight pipe from his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel sad for the weird hell dimension he lives in. They just have couches, beers, and places to pee. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and it's just like like tie like Great piles. It is, yeah, it is an absurd world that he lives in. They really kind of phoned it in with like the bla- the background in that way. <laughs> I kind of appreciate it. It's, I kind of do too. It looks like it's on the top of a big cube. It's Escher-esque. He looks like he's gonna run into Cubert. <laughs> <laughs> also, does he look a little vaguely little Hank Hill, little Hank Hill going oh, on there? A little bit, yeah, a oh, little, little bit. You put some glasses on him. You mix him with, like, Beavis or Butthead. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, Chelsea? Oh, um... Or no, I'm sorry. I, I skipped a whole bunch of people. Ty, there we go. Helicopters are piss. Polar alarm. <laughs> Cassidy? Uh, a polar alarm. Alright, Chelsea? Helicopter game. Alright, Crystal? Crystal, do not cue up the peeing sound again. Crystal, I know that's what you're doing. Crystal! Wait, what? <laughs> How do you vote for Polar Alarm versus Helicopter Game? <laughs> Wait, what did you think I was doing? Chewing up another peeing sound. No, that was me peeing. Oh, God. 
And you know what my vote is. Yeah, I sure do. All right, Polar Alarm moves up to number 44. <laughs> Crystal, how does Polar Alarm compare to Space Wars? One of the very first video games ever made by MIT as a follow-up to their previous game, Space War. It's like it's like Asteroids, but it came before Asteroids. Uh, this one's two-player. Piss game, all right. Chelsea? Uh, polar alarm. Okay. Uh, Cassidy? I think that polar alarm is going to have to pinch it. I'm voting Space Wars. Okay. Ty? Yeah, I don't know if I can sanction this this game, although I do want everyone to see this. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, uh, Space War... Um... Uh, I think it's Polar Alarm. Yeah, I mean, I hear it in your voice. You want to vote Polar Alarm. Uh. <laughs> All right. Polar Alarm moves up to number 22. Ty, how does Polar Alarm compare to Tekken 7, a modern fighting game that's real cool that everyone likes? Oh, no, I hate Tekken. Yeah, no, it's Polar Alarm. This All right. Cassidy. I'm going to have to go Polar Alarm. <laughs> Chelsea. <laughs> Where I'm not doing anything now, I'm just bad at paying attention. What's sure, up against? it's up against Tekken 7. Oh, Tekken. <laughs> Alright, Crystal. Yes. It keeps going. <laughs> How did we let it get this high? Uh, because you're oh, all no, no, monsters. No, 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 <laughs> <laughs> who knows what's rated now? Crystal. How does Polar Alarm compare to Thief the Dark Project? The a seminal entry in the stealth video game genre. Where you're a thief guy who's got to sneak around and take out guards and steal things. In the great words, in the great words of Macklemore. Uh-huh. Piss. Man, you know what? <laughs> you know what would be a great stealth game mechanic is if you did have like a bladder meter and it's like, oh dang, I got to go to the bathroom, but I got to find somewhere to do it where I won't get caught. I'm surprised great. there's not a Metal Gear game where that's a thing. Yeah, <laughs> me too. That should be yeah, an MGS three with all like the other survival of... mechanics. It does seem like the kind of sideways horny shit that, uh... Right? keep <laughs> try and slip it there. Exactly. No, it's tactical. No, I think you just... <laughs> <laughs> Alright, that's one for, for Polar Alarm. Chelsea. Um, uh, Thief. Okay, that's one for each. Cassidy. We need to stop this. Thief. <laughs> Ty. We don't need to... Uh, <laughs> Are you voting thief? Yeah. All right, thief takes it. <laughs> you were all cowards. You know, you decided to play chicken and then you backed off. <laughs> you didn't have what it takes to put a game about urinating into the top ten. <laughs> I just want to go up against Glow Manager. <laughs> yeah, I do too. Which, yeah, uh -huh. it might still. Alright, that means that we're moving down to number 16. Uh, Ty, how does it compare to Resident Evil? Uh, an early survival horror game where you gotta explore a spooky mansion nestled atop a secret research lab. Oh, this game is far more horrifying than the Polar Alarm. <laughs> Polar Alarm is a weird, like... That's like what I would have a dream about and, like, not... What I was like... What I, I had to go to the bathroom in real life... And I would just dream about this, where I just ha kept having to go to the bathroom but couldn't. Live in a world where the only other person is 
identical men on motorcycle or bicycle? <laughs> Uh, Cassie, would it, okay, why oh, when it gets in the ocean it turns green? That's gross. Ew. Okay. All right. Cassidy? I'm going to have to go for polar alarm. All right. Chelsea? Um, not the piss game. Okay. <laughs> Crystal? Polar alarm. Polar alarm moves up. It's number 13. Crystal, how does it compare to Maple Story, a side-scrolling MMO that was all the rage with a certain niche of kids. Oh, I was that niche of kid. Yeah, you were. I will vote for Maple Story. Okay. Chelsea. Maple Story. All right. Uh, Cassidy. Piss. Okay. Ty. <laughs> Pull it along. All right. That ties it. Uh, oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't. Especially like Maple Story, but I'm gonna vote for it. <laughs> I changed my vote. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right then. Polar alarm moves up <laughs> to number twelve. Five. The last game it's going up against. Ty, how does it fare against Animal Crossing: New Leaf, the 3DS Animal Crossing game? Move to a new town. Be declared the mayor by accident. Form a new life for yourself. Make new friends. Buy a house. Go fishing. Whatever you feel like. I mean, you say whatever you feel like. Uh huh. Uh, it does leave one part out. With that. Oh, I see. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you're getting at. It feels wrong to have these games against each other. I don't want these words colliding in any way. Oh. Uh, this is, this is the hand crossing. we've been dealt. Animal Crossing, yeah. Okay. Cassidy? Cassidy, you've you've posted a photo of Isabel from <laughs> from Animal Crossing. I don't like that she's just gonna be staring me in the face during this. Yeah, think about that while you're thinking about these two games. <laughs> Cassidy, I need a vote. What do you think my vote is? Animal Crossing. All right, that's two for Animal Crossing. Chelsea. Animal Crossing. All right, Crystal. Animal Crossing. All right, Animal Crossing wins, which means that. Polar Alarm is placed at number 13, directly above Maple Story, directly below Animal Crossing New Leaf. You don't want to be below this game. <laughs> well, uh, let's take a moment and look at what games are below this game, why don't we? Let's just see here. Resident Evil, worse than Polar Alarm. Breath of the Wild, worse than Polar Alarm. Earthbound, worse than Polar Alarm. Metal Gear Solid 2, worse than Polar Alarm. Rocket League, you know that's worse than Polar Alarm. Uh, almost every Pokemon game we've ever placed, worse than Polar Alarm. Uh, Dark Souls 1 and 2, worse than Polar Alarm. I see nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Bayonetta, worse than Polar Alarm. The Last of Us, worse than Polar Alarm. Oh boy. Clo Manager. Clo Manager is worse than Polar Alarm. That is true. Alright. Vitamin X. You should expect it to come number two. Sure. <laughs> oh boy. Alright. What a ride. That's it for this episode. <laughs> we we have 
the the bottom and top ten are unchanged. But let's uh, let's take a look at them, why don't we? We've now placed 370 games in total. At number 370, Vitamin X. We are super super mint boys. Number 389, Medal of Honor Warfighter. Number 368, Time Dominator. Number 367, Swedish Erotica Bachelor Party. Number 366, who did I date last night? Number 365, Elf the Movie. Number 364, Elsa Dentist Surgery Simulator. Number 363, King of Bali. Number 362, Kaze no Oka Koen Nite. Number 361, Las Vegas Tycoon. Meanwhile, in the top 10, just barely managed to maintain its integrity. <laughs> At number 10, Chibi Robo Plug In to Adventure. Yay! Uh, at number 9, Pokemon Crystal Version. At number 8, Terra Nigma. Number 7, Super Mario Galaxy 2. Number 6, Nier Automata. Number 5, Resident Evil 4. Number 4, Elite Beat Agents. Number 3, Mother 3. Number two, The Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask. And number one, still the best game of all time to our knowledge. Still unchallenged since it reached this spot. Undertale. That's not true, Majora's Mask challenged it, but it lost. Uh, I'm exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> Crystal, where can people find you online? You can find me at Arcane Crystal. You can find me on the Audio Entropy Network on the Book of Medora podcast, where we discuss Zelda lore, and on the MCU Complete Me podcast, where we discuss the Marvel Cinematic Universe films. Yeah, I'm on that one. Uh, Chelsea, what about you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter, at Nitzfessibus. Yeah. Uh, and sometimes you can find me guesting on audio entropy shows. That's true. Not very often, though. Yeah. Uh, Cassidy. Uh, you can find me at what is cosplay on Twitter and on the Audio Entropy podcast. Let's steal a podcast where we're rewatching all of Leverage. Yeah, how's how's that been going for you? It's been going pretty good. Good. Uh, next good. week we're getting up to the episode where Will Wheaton is in it. Oh boy! Oh boy! The Star so, the Will Wheaton, the Star Trek man himself, the, the Will Wheaton, the Will Wheaton, the Will Wheaton. <laughs> The Will Wheaton? <laughs> the Will Weedton. Alright. The Will Wheaton? Yeah, but that's not till next week, so. I don't know your release recording schedule for this, but uh, that might Will be. Wheaton. Depending on what you mean by next week, it might already be out. It's unclear. Wesley oh, Pressure we're... himself! Anyway. <laughs> uh, Ty, do you have anything that you want to place? No. Or yeah, that place, plug. At, uh, uh, Delirious Tiberius, find it or don't. Uh, sure. That's it. Yeah. As for me, you can find me on Twitter at SSJ Speed Racer. You can find me on other audio entropy shows, like MCU Complete Me, like the Home for Infinite Losers, which is about Dragon Ball, and Chelsea edits that, and she does a great job. Uh, like Totally Reprise, we just did our 100th episode, that's cool. You can usually find us Saturday nights at uh, 9 p.m. Central, where we do an RPG game called Silver Pines at bit.ly slash silverpines, but that's taking a slight break uh, for the next few weeks here. But that'll be back, and it'll be cool. Uh, 
I don't know. I'm just thinking about that urinating German TV host now. <laughs> you know, I feel like we've really done a disservice to the German people by the first German video game we've placed being about pissing. We're really playing into that, some stereotypes here. That's not the first German game. What was the first one we placed? Oh, there's a uh, clone manager. Oh, the clone manager was Scandinavian. Oh, well, there's the American Idol one. What American Idol one? Where you throw tomatoes? I don't remember that one, but okay, I'll trust you. It has a German name. Okay, I'll I'll trust you. There's a lot of games here. I don't want to find it right now. Okay. Alright, that's fine then. Frugalstar, I think. Oh, that's that sounds German. Sure, why not? <laughs> <sighs> Crystal, what's a good one-liner to end the show on? Smells like R. Kelly sheets. Mm. Chelsea, what's a better one? My name is Chelsea, and I have an unhealthy addiction to corn nuts. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> Cassidy, give us the sign-off phrase. Always bet on piss. <laughs> Ty? If it's yellow, let it mellow. I uh, I can't top that. I'm not even gonna try. We'll see you next time on Let's Play. That's what she said. Everybody. <laughs> Thank Bye. you, Crystal. Bye. I thought I told you not to, but you.